This is Appreciate Life. My biggest wall to get through, to get to where I'm at now is unworthiness. Like I had from my childhood to now, this feeling like I just was never enough in anything that I did. And so now that I'm past that, it's like I can do whatever. There's nothing to ever stop me. Just remember, whatever you choose to do, you're worthy to do it. Like it's yours. You thought that so you can create it. And whatever you create is going to be amazing because you made it. You got this, bro. No need to even overthink Ask me how I'm doing and I'll say I'm feeling great today Ask me how I'm doing and I'll say I'm feeling great today yeah. I ain't worried about no other days Ask me how I'm doing and I'll say I'm grateful for today Welcome to Appreciate Life I am one of your co-hosts, Recovery Ray uh, Today I'm going to start with well, first, let's have Nick talk a little bit. What's up, Nick? How you doing this morning? Man, I'm doing amazing, as always. Good. Uh, so I figured we could start with just sharing something that we appreciate about our lives, and then we'll get into the episode. So I'll let you go first. What's one thing that you appreciate about your and life? It's great because this week, I actually had a moment through meditation, and it brought back the appreciation of the journey that I've been on. All the way from 2015, when I ended a segment of my life and moved to Texas, up until now, like this five-year block has just been the best five years of my entire life. Because it was just, when I was able to look back on it, it was like, yo, I was there in 2015. And to know where I'm at now in 2020, and all that time in between, whether I viewed it as an up or a down or whatever, it was building and cultivating me to get to where I am at now. And so I was just really thankful for that. And I appreciate going through that to where now I can share with other people, I can help and all kinds of great stuff. So you did that through reflection within mm-hmm. meditation or you yeah, saw it, it was that? reflection within meditation. So that's really cool. It's funny that I am the one that wanted to start with what we appreciate now <laughs> something. For me though, it was interesting because I've, I've created habits in my life to where I appreciate everything. Yeah. So sometimes to pick one thing, it's like, I don't know. Like it can, it can be, <laughs> uh, let's see. I would just say just becoming more aware of the power of consistency. Um, that is something that I appreciate now. So one of the things that I've been consistently doing has been posting on the balance period page. Mm -hmm. And that started like back in March, I was posting before, but on the recovery rate page and the growth that I've experienced just on balance period and Mm -hmm. the engagement and interactions and the people sharing how valuable the content is, has grown immensely since me just putting a little bit more time and energy into the balance period Instagram page. Yeah. And so in seeing that over time, I I appreciate the results of doing something consistently and putting my time and energy somewhere consistently It's showing me that if I do that in any area of my life, that area will indeed improve just because I'm putting my time and energy there. So it also for me reinforces the fact that my time is valuable. I mean that I add value wherever I choose to put my time. So that's something that I appreciate. And I'm consistently seeing that, which is awesome. So 
I'm grateful to be in a constant state of appreciation because it's oh, yeah. all the time. That's amazing. Like that is that's such a powerful foundation to have in something. Cause you realize that now you know that no matter what I do in life, period, as long as I'm consistent, I'm gonna get progress. And that's all that matters. Right. And that was an external progress. Like I practice, yeah. I check in with myself all the time. Um, there's a whole bunch of habits that I practice that essentially do that for the me and for what's inside of me and continue to cultivate uh, the person that I want to become and to be that person on a daily basis. And so that in and of itself, of course, adds to the value I'm able to, to share with others because I'm consistently doing it for myself. So it's nice to see it within my life through the interactions that I'm having with other people. Oh, yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and hop into what we're gonna talk about today. Let's get into the meat. I'm very passionate. I'm very passionate about this subject that we're talking about today. Well, so. Then I'll let you. I'll let you uh, whip up this this meat first. Hey, beyond meat. Respect. <laughs> All right. So today we are talking about sacrifices, and I believe self discipline. Yeah, kind kind of both. So okay. self discipline, which is important, and understanding that. There are sacrifices. There are things that we'll have to give up in order to maintain discipline in the cultivation of the habits that we feel are valuable to us becoming the person that we want to be. Yeah. So I want to interject one extra thing in there, and I'm going to say perspective too, yeah. because I believe that the perspective that you have on your self-discipline, on your sacrifices, that perspective plays a huge role in it. Because I know for me a lot, I used to, back when I didn't believe in myself, I didn't have that confidence. I used to look at what other people did and be like, okay, well, if he's getting up at this time and doing that, I can do that too. And that's going to help me be a better person. Now, in theory, that's a good thought to have and that's in the right direction. But for the practices that I was doing at the time, it wasn't very helpful. Because if I didn't achieve or do exactly what he was doing, or if I slept in a little bit later, or this and that, now I'm judging myself. Now I'm down on myself. Now I'm pulling myself back into this place. And so I had to learn to change my perspective on the situation as, situation as a whole into, okay, I see what he's doing over there. How can I make this fit what I desire in my life? Right. And that was just a huge shift that helped me just accept, well, propel forward. Now, what went into you making that perspective shift? Like and it goes to one of my foundational things that I, you guys will hear me talk about all the time is questioning yourself. Because I mean, that's the one we don't like to answer questions. I mean, that's just something that we don't like being questioned. And once you start questioning yourself, all those that truth comes out because there's no one there but you and you and you know every truth about yourself and you can't lie to yourself. And so you're stuck with it. And so right there, I accepted that and I took that and used that to move forward. No, that's, that's awesome. That's one thing that I have had to continue to do along this process. One of the things I just ask myself is why? Yeah. Why? Right, why? <laughs> like, <laughs> tell me, bro. <laughs> one of the things though that you mentioned, you said uh, in, in that questioning ourselves, like we don't want to answer questions. Mm -hmm. And I think in, in even putting that into more perspective, based on how I know you and I were raised, we weren't allowed to question. True. Very so true. It was automatically a no, 
because I'm here and you're here, there you can't ask questions. Yeah. Because I'm older, because I'm your elder. No, you just do what I say. Yeah. It's like, okay. Uh, <laughs> can't for, do much about it, but <laughs> right, for, for us, right? For us, it never for me it never made sense. I I can't speak oh. for you. For me, it never made sense because naturally we're curious beings. That's just who we are. So it was always a conflict. Like, yeah. wait a minute, this doesn't feel right. I want to ask a question because maybe it'll help bring some clarity to this feeling. I, of course, I wasn't thinking through this as a child. Oh, yeah. That's what's going <laughs> on, right? Like, and then you saw your brother getting his lip busted because he kept saying, why, pal? <laughs> why, pal? <laughs> You're like, oh. I don't, I don't want that. I want to ask anyone anything. Yeah. Nick keeps getting hit in the mouth. I don't want to ask anything. I don't want to be hit in the mouth. And and honestly, that <sighs> for me, it created a fear around questioning. Yeah. So that was something that I had to be aware of and be courageous enough to ask questions in spite of that fear within my own life. So it, yeah. it took some time, but it definitely came from being raised in a way where questioning others, let alone questioning yourself, wasn't supported yeah. and it wasn't valued. Uh, so it's great to be aware of the fact that once we are able to switch our perspectives, to understand that it's important for us to be willing to learn, to have a high yeah. willingness to learn means, hey, we have to ask questions in order to learn, right? Yeah, 100%. Be open in, in order to do that. And so it's great to, to know that, that that's valuable. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I, uh, I heard this on one of the Akira the Don songs. And I think it was the one about reading. I forgot the guy, he does like all the brain stuff, but he said, uh, at some point in our lives, we replay, we replaced, uh, curiosity with compliance. Mm -hmm. And when you look back at that, like, that is it, like, that's all you're taught in school. All you're taught everywhere is just to comply, comply. And I get it as a kid. When you comply, it makes the adult's life easier. It does. Mm -hmm. But when you're complying as a kid, now you don't even know how to be an adult when you grow up because all you know is to do what people tell you. So then you look back on your life and you're like, well, I can't make decisions for myself. What well, you never learned how. No one ever told you. All you've ever known is what someone else tells you to do. So you can't do anything outside of yourself now because you don't know how. And it wasn't so much of me being insecure. It was or on the other side of lack of knowledge. Yeah. That's what it was more of. It was more of lack of knowledge of the power of self than it was of being insecure and less than and all this other stuff. Right. Over time though, it took it took time to realize that because for oh, me yeah. actually it was I, I am insecure. Um mm -hmm. I am fearful, right? I am anxious. I'm all these things. I'm the negative side yeah. of what I was experiencing, though I just wasn't taught how to do it. So mm -hmm. it just took educating myself and learning right what was actually happening and i think that's one big thing that has helped me in changing my perspective on things like this in my life yeah. right on areas where i have had negative emotions associated with them mm -hmm. is being able to take that step back and to look at it in its full form which yeah. is the definition of appreciation understanding and recognizing the full worth of something yeah and so that's why i uh, of course, I appreciate this podcast. I appreciate it <laughs> in general because it always gives us the option to look at what we're looking at from different perspectives. Definitely. There's always an option to do it. Yes. Though we weren't taught how, we still have an option and a choice Definitely. to look at what we're looking at from different perspectives 
and to deduce what we feel is valuable for ourselves in those moments. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think that's awesome. So that can lead us into discipline, right? Yeah. So what are some of the experiences that you have had with not necessarily being super disciplined to then oh, realizing yeah. it was important and then figuring out ways to incorporate that in your life? So, and this is like a lot of recent things. So I'm really glad we're talking about this because this is really fresh. I know one thing for me throughout this journey, even though I was expanding my consciousness and doing all this stuff, I still lacked discipline, period. Like I didn't have any at all. Like I was laying in bed until I felt like getting up. I, I mean, I was free. Now I wasn't in bondage. I wasn't judging myself, but I wasn't going anywhere. I was kind of, I was going backwards because if you're not moving forward, you're going backwards. But at the same time, it was almost like a give and take because it's like, I will meditate, but I'm not going to meditate on a consistent basis. I'm only going to do it maybe once or twice a week. And as long as I feel good, I was good. And I think that that is just a part of the journey that we have to appreciate as well is that aspect of being free and feeling good. And so once you get past that and you realize, okay, that's great, but there's other things I have to do. Then that led me to now I want to be more disciplined. And I think one of the first things I did was uh, start getting up at four in the morning, well, 430 in the morning. And that was hard until I realized, yo, there's different ways that I can do this. I can make this work for me. And I realized that if I got up at four, but I meditated till 445, that time where you're normally sleepy when you first wake up, yeah, I might fall asleep sometimes when I do it, but I'm doing this on a consistent basis. I'm setting my intention for the day. I'm creating this atmosphere of, hey, you're doing more. And now my confidence is starting to rise. Then I realized, man, well, let me be a little more cleaner. And so I started cleaning up after myself more and doing all this other good stuff. For, good for Holly, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know, you know. <laughs> and so and then I started taking more responsibility with the dog and I just started holding myself. I mean, discipline just brought me more accountability mm -hmm. because I started realizing that everything in my life, like the stuff that I want to achieve or want to have, all I have to do is just set myself up to do it. And then it started to open my eyes to stuff that I was basically lazy on. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, when I would sit there and be like, how can I say, well, I'm going to read for 30 minutes a day, but watch TV for four hours, play right. video games for four hours? No, 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 no. I play video games for 30 minutes, maybe once on the weekend or once during the week. And then I read for four hours every single day. I get recently, uh, one of my disciplines have been cutting out TV shows. And I replaced them with motivational YouTube videos, whether hour long, two hours long. Like if I want to sit down and watch a show, I'm going to watch that. And I'm going to fill myself up with stuff that's going to help me continue on the path that I'm on. Because when I watch that TV show, I realize that anything that I want to do for myself, I want it to be valuable. And discipline is teaching me all these things. The more I go towards discipline, the more I learn these things about myself, like, yo, I'm dope. Like, I'm very dope. Like, I do really cool stuff and I get excited about that. And it's like, yo, I don't have to look outside myself. I can look myself in the mirror and be like, bro, you do this, you do this, you do this. Like, good, bro. Like, that's dope. And I get excited about that. And that's all from just me choosing to be more disciplined. That's awesome. So you're, you're taking discipline and you're incorporating it in your life through intentional living. Yes. You're being more intentional with your time more specifically. Yes. I know you, you mentioned the, mm -hmm. instead of watching TV shows, I'm reading. So you're swapping yep. out what you're already using your time for, for something that you feel is more valuable to oh, yeah. the life that you want to live. Mm -hmm. Which is, it's so simple, dude. It is. It's so simple because anyone can do that. 
at any time, like literally any time. <laughs> and you know, that's the, uh, I don't remember who said this, uh, or who said the stat, but they were talking about people who uh, accumulate wealth in, mm-hmm. in the US. And they were talking about the differences between um, some of the habits that those people practice, the people that do accumulate wealth and the people that don't. And they were talking about on average, the, the masses, right? They read like one book a year. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, so even if, right, Let's say I choose to read one book a month. That's not that difficult. You have no. 30 days to get through a book. Yeah. Still 12 books a year. Like That's 10 pages a day. <laughs> the fact that you can just incorporate something so small, it doesn't even have to be reading for four hours a day. No. It can just be reading for 10 minutes. Read two pages a day. Yeah. What I've learned is that if you just create space for something that is truly adding value to your life, over time, you're going to naturally have a desire to put more time and energy there because you know that if I just read a little bit more, if I read a few more pages, what, how much more can I grow? How much more can I expand my awareness if I'm able to add more of this good habit into my life? Definitely. Then it becomes easier. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like you don't have to cut everything out to start. Mm-mm. Just add something valuable. Yep. A little something. bit of it. You just something. One, pick one thing. <laughs> so I knew we were, when I uh, talked to you and I knew we were going to talk about this, I did some science research because for me, like I said before, I like to get to the root of things. Like there is a basis, like a root natural cause for certain stuff. And it was, why do we get in kind of like those laziness funks to where discipline isn't what we choose? Right. And one of them is that, I didn't know this, that dopamine has different concentrations at different parts of the brain. And because of that, whatever we basically create those neural pathways to what we consistently do all the time, where we find pleasure, which is where with dopamine releasing, that's where we tend to be most of our days and most of our time. That's where we tend to go to. And so when we say, well, I go to this all the time and I don't know why, well, it's because you created a neural pathway that you associate happiness, pleasure, everything good in your life with that. Mm -hmm. And so for example, I use like, say you have a favorite TV show and you watch it every single Wednesday, no matter what happens Wednesday morning, Wednesday at work, at any point Wednesday, nothing's going to affect you because you know that you're going to get to that TV show. And that's your point. That's your pleasure place. <laughs> and as I realized that, I was like, okay, well, let's switch that. Let's make it reading. Let's make it working out. Let's make it something that's going to elevate you in a direction that's going to move you forward. And so now you're able to, like you said before, it's those little habits that's going to build you in the direction that you want to go. And so that's right. just a little science to what we talk about. Yeah, thank you for that. That reminds me of, this is the stat I go back to all the time, because I think it's important that we are disciplined in our thinking, right? In our thoughts. 90% of the thoughts that I think today, I'm going to naturally think tomorrow. Yeah, I like that. I like that. (laughs) If that's the case, like, man, once I learned that and I was just like, okay, so now if I start to swap out some of the negative thoughts I have today for positive thoughts today, it might not be easy, but if I'm able to do it, then tomorrow I should have positive thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Let's give it a try. <laughs> I will say from experience, it works. <laughs> I mean, and I'll say this just from just a get to give you guys a way to kind of kick yourself in that direction. I, when I just like really decided to go on that discipline route, it was because 
I questioned myself and said, look, we know what we're going to get if we keep doing A, because we've been doing A our whole life. Mm-hmm. And we know exactly what we're going to get. We know our life. We know basically know how it would be to the day that we die if we stay doing this. Mm-hmm. But what's going to happen if I try B, if I do it this way, because I've never done it this way before. So let's do it this way and see what happens. Because what do I have to lose? I know that I can come back to this and do whatever this is for the rest of my life. I'm doing it now. Yeah. Let me go out and do this instead just to give it a try. Who knows? And then, shoot, I found bliss and was like, oh, dope. Yeah, man. That's powerful. Yeah. I think uh, I, I realized that too. In that realization, one thing that stopped me from taking those actions that I knew would change the trajectory of my life, it was fear. Of oh, course, yeah. we talked about it a lot. But one thing I realized is that it wasn't even fear of failure at a point. It turned into fear of success. Yes. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. That is a real, such a real thing. Yes. Yeah. And it was interesting to say, I remember telling someone this because it came to my mind in a conversation. And I was just like, honestly, or I was afraid to succeed. Yeah, because you knew like more be expected and all this other stuff. And you're like, I don't know if I want that right now. Yeah, and it was <laughs> I realized how much more of like the unknown I would mm-hmm. have to experience. There would be more experiences and it could be exponentially more, right? Yeah. Or at least it should be if I'm continuing to grow yeah. at the rate that I was growing. There's going to be so many things that I have no idea about. Yeah. And for me, I think it was the end of 2019. One of the things that I learned was and it was through my experiences up until that point. Mm-hmm. At every point in life that I had ever experienced, there were things that I knew and there were things that I didn't know. If life is going to continue to trend in the way that it has been before, which naturally life doesn't change that much. It's not <laughs> right? There will always be things that I know and there will always be things that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think in coming to that realization, the, the fear associated with success dissipated a little bit. It was like, okay. That's nice. Okay. Yeah, no. You know, like, like I, there's always going to be stuff that I don't know that I don't know. Yep. Always, every day, every moment, every day. It's always yep. something. So it's up to me to appreciate what I do have and for the things that I don't know, mm-hmm. open yeah. to learning more about them. And I would say, even on the fear of unknown, one thing that I picked up from Alan Watts, that's a guy I listen to on YouTube all the time, big time philosopher. Um, he said that once you learn how to control your dreams, that's where you live in your control, pretty much. And so I'm kind of, I'm paraphrasing, but pretty much as you can control your dreams, you live out your life in your dreams. You create what you want in there. You do that. He gave the example of living out 75 years every night when you go to sleep. Jesus. And you get to just live life, live life, live life. So at some point, you're going to get tired of controlling everything. And you're going to want a surprise. You're going to want something that's out of your control. It's going to make you feel like, oh, my goodness, this is getting crazy. That's what life is. And I was just like, yo, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) That's really cool. It's like like Inception. I watched that movie a few weeks ago. And Mm -hmm. it was like the... He and his wife created that life for themselves. Uh, have you seen that movie? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty much that. They grew old together in this life that they made. Yeah. 
So he's pretty much saying grow old with yourself on a nightly basis. Yeah, like like live that you because you get all that. You get all that control out of your system, all that, because everything that you could possibly desire, you're doing it. So now you don't even need that in life now. Now you're more in life to experience it, to appreciate it, because it surprises around every single corner. Like you get to live life. And it's like, it's a freedom there. And it's just, That's really ah, cool. yeah. I plan on living to like 106. I think that's what I agreed with Kelly about. So oh, nice. or I'm 107. She'll be 106. Gotcha. I'll be a little we, bit older. We agreed that that I can I can uh, go out and be a little thought once once she passes. So I have from one um, year. To- I got one year, bro. I got one, one year. year. <laughs> I feel you. I'm a little bit longer. I'm in the hundred. I said 164. That was me. The reason why I said that is because I feel like. Once I hit a hundred, it'll be what year will that be? I can think of the top of my head, but whatever year that is, what 2020? No, 2100? No, it's not. I'll be too old. I'm not doing math right now. As y'all can see, it's not my strong suit. Anyways, I'll be <laughs> once I hit a hundred, I feel like that's gonna be another turning point. And I'm really curious to see what's gonna happen in the next 50 years. Those last 14, I'm just I'm gonna call them my bullshit years. I get to do shit that old people do and not get in trouble for. Like be naked outside. Yep. <laughs> like reckless stuff i'd be driving get pulled over just be butt ass naked in the car like sir oh damn uh, my clothes odd man <laughs> jesus okay uh, well yeah i'm 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 interested in that I'll, I'll probably start to visualize what my life looks like that far ahead that's really interesting yeah because like if i understand what health is and yeah that's awesome because, I mean, essentially what you're doing, you're building that vision of your future. You're yep. building that. Yep. And once you have that built, then you you essentially are able to spend more of your waking hours, more of your the time that you have, yeah. just appreciating what you have. Exactly. I don't, yeah. I like that a lot. That's really cool. Yeah. Let's see. What, what, what else you want to talk about today? I mean, I feel like we hit everybody with a lot. Yeah, we did. That, that, was, <laughs> that was quite a bit of information on there. <laughs> so to to sum it up, we talked about discipline today. Yep. Actually, there's one thing that we no, no, we talked about sacrificing things. I think we did within that being right, being willing to uh, readjust and be more intentional with the time that we have in mm-hmm. order to support the the person that we want to become. I think for me, that's what everything boils down to. It's, uh, I, I look at the life that I have, I look at the relationships that I have, and I think about the changes that I want to see in my life, in the relationships of the, the lives of the people that I communicate with. And I focus on becoming that change. And yeah. through discipline, um, through making certain sacrifices. Personally, I made sacrifices in my thoughts. I ha- I've had to stop thinking certain thoughts and give my time and energy to other thoughts. I've had to sacrifice different things that I do from watching TV all the time mm-hmm. to putting myself in situations with people who might not be positive. So reevaluating the time that I spend with people. Um, there are sacrifices that have to be made, but I will say from experience that they're valuable. They're valuable because at the end of the day, we're prioritizing our self-care based on 
the changes that we want to see in our lives and in the lives of the people that we love and care about. Yes. And for me, the more time that I focus on appreciating myself and appreciating the relationships that I, that I already have, that through living in that state of appreciation, all of the things that I want effortlessly flow into my life. hundred percent. Yes. So it's been working so far for me and I'm going to continue to live that way so that I can be an example. Because if I can do it, anyone can do it. I know people say that yeah. all the time, but it's so true. That, that's a thing. <laughs> so I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep rolling and, and keep seeing how this goes and keep appreciating life. Yes. And I'm grateful to have this platform. I'm grateful that you're on this platform with me so that we're able to share this. Because yeah. This can be in our minds, but man, it's a lot more powerful when more people get to hear it and understand it and start to incorporate healthy habits into their own lives because then the world as a whole just becomes a better place. Man, so. I agree. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys with just a couple of things. First one, with the discipline, the perspective, and the sacrifices, if you need a catalyst to get you to do that, focus on being the best you that you possibly can. Because as long as you're doing that, you'll be that for everybody around you. And that'll inspire everybody around you to be that. You're going to cultivate positive energy all the time as long as you're focused on being your absolute best. And another way to help with that is to, I mean, think about it. From you here in this podcast, from this moment, moving forward, you have the choice to either keep doing what you've been doing and staying where you are or trying that one thing that you haven't tried yet for whatever reason it could possibly be. And choice is yours. Choice. Choice is powerful, man. Very. Yeah, the, the only way our lives will change is if we change. That's it. I mean, nobody, I, if anybody can tell y'all, nobody's going to help you nothing. You have to help yourself, which is in turn going to cause people to want to help you. But nobody's going to pull you up. That's something that you have to do for yourself. Yeah, and what I appreciate about balance and what we're doing is that all you have to do is start with something that you want. Yep. For me, if you, if you know what you want, it can be something as simple as, Hey, I just want to be happier. That's fine. Yep. Once you have what you want, reach out. Cause I guarantee the information that balance period has will be able to help you 100%. get from where you are to where you want to be. That's, that's what we're here for. That's what I'm here for. And I'm grateful to be that resource for anyone who has a desire to learn and grow and to create the lives that they want for not only themselves, but for the people that they love. Yeah. I mean, we want everybody to feel this. Like what I feel every single morning when I wake up and I'm like, yo, I get to do this again. And life didn't used to be like that for me, but now it is. And it's just so amazing to bet on yourself and take chances and actually, I mean, what we all say all the time, live. Yeah. Yeah. More life. Yeah. More life. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my friend, as always, this has been an amazing pleasure to be doing this with you, my brother. Yeah, man. Thank you. I appreciate you, dude. All right, boss. Talk to you later. Later. All right. Peace, y'all. I appreciate you tuning in to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If there was anything from today's episode that you feel added value to your life, all I ask is that you share it. You can find a shareable link to this podcast 
on our social media platforms. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, our handle is at Balance Period. Once again, thanks for tuning in. And remember, be aware, be accountable, and appreciate life. Peace.